Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the show where we celebrate and elaborate on our odd interests. My name is Amanda Salvatore. And my name is Jackie Ray Abel. And today's guest was Corey Willis, music detective. We talked all about his love of organizing his music files and just about music in general. It was very delightful. Very fun. So if you want to share some of your guilty pleasures and have us read them on air, you can reach us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. We'd or, love to share the love, for yes. sure. Well, one, we want to hear from you. Yes. But if you don't want to send us a private email, because that can be a little too intimate if you want to get, you know, a little bit more public. So we want, we, we want... We want to get intimate. We want to get intimate. But, but also... But also, we want reviews on iTunes. So <laughs> go to the podcast app on your iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, then I guess skip forward. Um, but <laughs> go to the podcast app on iTunes. Search for Guilty Pleasure Podcast. And then navigate to the review section. Write us a review. Leave five stars if you can. It really helps me and Amanda in our efforts to not have day jobs. Yeah, seriously. And, and honestly, in this review, if you're listening to this podcast... In the review, leave your favorite concert you've ever been to. We want to hear about we it. We want to hear it. And we will discuss the results in the next episode. Bum, bum, bum. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. The episode will begin now. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. First, there was John Benet Ramsey. Then there was Jonathan Lipnicki. Then there was John Wilkes Booth. Already being deemed a modern classic. Do not be alarmed. Make no indication that this advertisement is compromised. We are the Mission Commission, a cabal formed to subvert the worldwide government. Each week, we lock two unsuspecting geniuses in a room and force them to invent, solve, and innovate. Ensure humanity's progress. Subscribe to Your One Mission on iTunes. Your program will resume shortly. Tune into the Nerdist School Network for an exclusive listen to Johns with Johns. And now back to your podcast. Gosh, I love hearing myself talk. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I mean, it's one, of, it's one of the most enjoyable things in the world. It about doing a podcast. So yeah, we yeah. literally should have our email just be like, "Hey, do you want to listen to yourself talk for an hour? Yeah, come on our podcast. podcast. Please come through. Do you like the dulcet tones of your yourself? own self? Yeah. Do you come hate on. the sound of your own voice? Come on to the podcast and too. Yeah, come come in and just fucking plug your ears. I don't know. Yeah. Do you like? thinking about hearing yourself talk and then you do it and you want to crawl into a hole and die just like me cool come on i listen to all of our episodes with enthusiasm do you and then matt comes like, home oh, and then matt comes home and he's like are you just listening to yourself i'm like yes Some, i am somebody's yeah. gotta yeah and it's gross it. and i love it <laughs> i do i do it too i do it either while i'm running or while I'm showering. Oh. I do, I do, either or. I have to be doing something while I listen to myself talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Do you laugh at your own jokes? I laugh at my own jokes I all laugh the time. at my jokes, if it's funny, but then other times if I have a hard time like getting a question out or if I sound um, like myself, I have a hard time with it or, you know, just being myself is tough. I constantly laugh yeah. at myself. I constantly. Yeah. I constantly laugh at myself. My thing is like, I used to, people like stand, people in New York used to tell me like, you laugh at your own jokes. It's like, and I'm like, I'm not going to make myself laugh. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Who, How can who I expect gonna... to make anyone else laugh? Yeah, you gotta think it's funny. That's why you're saying it. Saying you feel like the... the need to say it. How exactly. can you love me if you can't love yourself? Like that type of shit. It's a lot of... Exactly. That's right. really deep, Corey. Mm-hmm. I like it. Do you want to start? Yes. Good? Oh, stay as close to the mic as you can, by the get way. Get all up on it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. That's what get all up on it and get all like boyfriend voice now. Boyfriend voice. Just take it easy. Just come on. I'm here for the long it's haul. Immediately, my 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 boyfriend voice is on the defensive. Oh, just chill. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Stop being a crazy bitch. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or not that. Or not that. That's my boyfriend voice. Um, but not right. your actual boyfriend's mm-hmm. voice. Not no no. Max would never 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 never, never ever. Um, okay, let's start. Yep. Hello, welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Raya Bell. And today's guest is Corey Willis. Hi. What up, Corey? Hello. Hooray. Hooray. Hi, Corey. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm very, very well and feel welcome. Thank Good. you. You're welcome. We're very happy to have you here. Thank yeah. You. So fun. Uh, Corey and I have been friends for a while now. We met in New York and we were on a improv team called Rocket Surgery. So that's how I know him. Hell yeah. And now he's in L.A. How do you like L.A.? I mean, it's the greatest city in the world. All right. I'm sorry, New York. I'm so sorry, New York. Did you just um, move here? I did just move here. I moved here within the past like week and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. It's so great here. You yeah. look super familiar. I probably know you from New York, too, actually. I, that's a good possibility. Also, I have that kind of like familiar face thing that happens um, where people are like, oh, I know you. Okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to post a picture of you on our Instagram the day this comes out. Uh, And then what we want people to do is we want people to go to iTunes and then leave a comment or a review and tell us if if they know you. Right, and where they know me from. And where they know me from. Exactly. You can just say, like, a location or you can say, like... My dreams. Like, oh. let's get creative, people. Oh, wow. All right. Wow, I yeah. like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. I want to make it as weird as possible and Wait. as uncomfortable as possible for you. So. I love the idea that I'm in people's dreams. Like, you know what? Never met me before, but I'm just I sometimes, you know, I sometimes wonder that. I'm like, is there, because occasionally I'll have a dream with, like, a very, like, B-list character in my life as like the star, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and just I'm like, like tertiary, like tertiary beyond, yeah, like, yeah, like just yeah. like the yeah, yeah, yeah. total just like placeholder in my life. Yep. And I'm like, how many dreams am I in for people that like I don't really interact with? You know what I mean? Jackie, you are blowing my goddamn mind right now. I have never <laughs> yeah. thought about this. No, no. But like also like you know the way that you see people in your life and you're like, oh, that fucking person. I'm that fucking person to somebody. Who Yo, is it? What about like people who are like uh, who, who are like perform like uh, musicians who are on stage who stare out into a sea of people every mm-hmm. single night? How many of those people show up in their dreams? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. That's deep. I, I like it. But also, the musician at some point in their life was also a person in the crowd. They were. So <gasps> is that musician? The person in like in the another musician's dreams. I don't know. Dreams are creepy, guys. What they about dreams where you see yourself? Oh, like not in the mirror either. I'm saying like oh, you like, you, like third person, like yeah. God narrator. Yeah. See you yourself. You're like, look at that person. Oh wait, that person's me. That's right. They so, have piss poor posture. What? Yeah, oh no, that's me. Oh no, <laughs> I thought that person just had scoliosis. <laughs> it's just me Turns and my poor upbringing. So <laughs> there is okay. I have to tell you, there's this awesome uh, art installation I saw, which is a true mirror. Have you guys ever heard of this? No, but I think it sounds. Already, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm horrified immediately. So when you look in a mirror, you see a reverse image of yourself. Okay. So a true mirror shows you reflected like 
in actuality. Oh, like, no, I this is how you actually look like. Because the, when you look in a mirror, you see the reverse of your of your face. Oh, my right. God. But a true mirror shows you exactly. And the first time I looked into a true mirror, I, I was tripping obs- a little oh, bit. Oh, and boy. I lost my mind. Were you like, my hmm. part is on that side of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, I was ah. like, oh, who is this? That's like, where do you access a true mirror? It was at a burner party. Oh, it was at like a warehouse party in Brooklyn of for a bunch course. of Burning Man people. This is 100% <laughs> in Brooklyn somewhere. There's maybe a, Dumbo, maybe in like a warehouse. It was in Dumbo. There's a girl somewhere who travels with a true mirror and like lets you take selfies in front of it, and that's yes. how she makes her living. It blew my mind though. I remember yeah. I had like an existential crisis. Again, I was a little like, I wasn't, you know, sober. Mm-hmm. So I had like Fair. an existential crisis for like an hour after that. I was like, do I really know what I look like? Oh, wow. Like, I think oh, I look good in these clothes, but do I really? But do I? Oh, God. Yeah. And I looked into it. You can buy a true mirror for like $250. I was like, no, I'm oh. no, that's fine. I don't know. Is this a full length true mirror or is this like. No, a... it's like a vanity mirror. So it's, Fuck it's weird. Because yeah. if I can do like from the waist up, I'd be, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Are you worried about which butt cheek is bigger? How, yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. What? I just I feel <laughs> like maybe I don't want to see like my true legs, but I want to like know my true face. You want to know your true stomach. I nice. want to know, yes. I want to nice. know my, my few, just like the whole front. Yeah, that's just what I need. know what that is. I need to know what my stomach really looks yeah. like. Mm. Nothing sounds better to me <laughs> but for my it, self-esteem but issues. No, but really, no, no. Like you have a pretty good idea of what your arms, your legs, your stomach looks like because you see it like, but your face, yeah. you I have never see it you never see it face like you never see it the way I see your face like you know what I mean how is my face is that alright beautiful beautiful beautiful. and that's why you get shut up Corey (laughs) (laughs) what a dick thanks for joining us that's why you Uh, brought me here right yeah speaking of which what the hell is your guilty pleasure friend oh my guilty pleasure is something kind of stupid and weird and nerdy and uh that's what they usually are yeah they usually are uh it is organizing digital files when Corey said this to me, I was like, "Are you sure? Yeah. Are you yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. But we we're gonna dive in deep." And I thought about it for a while afterwards. Like this was one of those things where I I you know, Amanda's my friend, so she asked me a question. I'm like, "Oh, I'm really gonna like consider this." I straight up for a week afterwards was like, "There's got There's got to be something. There's got to be something like more. <laughs> there's got to be more to life. Be more interest. I, I'm a more interesting person than." Someone who just sits alone and fucking reorganizes their own file. But it's not. That's me. That's I'm all. impressed that you have that many files. We, really? We define mm-hmm. a, the guilty pleasure as your odd and embarrassing interests. And we celebrate and we elaborate th- on yeah. them, right? So, so we're here to celebrate you. Okay. Let's... We're here to like lift you up. You raise me up. So... <laughs> that's a Jesus song. Yeah, he raised oh, wow. oh, yeah, that is right? a Catholic song. Right? It is. Mm. You guys, I mm. know it well. In my uh, former life, in as a galaxy a, far, far away. She was, as a nun, I was a nun. She was a nun. She I was, was a nun. real cool nun mm-hmm. who like sang with an acoustic guitar. It was and very then the you hills started, alive. And then you started babysitting for a, uh, I don't know, a duke who had seven children. And it was And they it were trying to escape the Nazis the whole time. <laughs> the they whole were time. just trying to he escape. He was in a duke. And all I wanted to do was dress them. Accordingly, in, and in like have the <laughs> I just wanted them to all fucking match. 
and I'll call them Liesel, okay? Oh, God. There's too many of you. You oh. all sound the same. You're all blonde and cute. Except for the older one, the 16-year-old, who was fucking Liesel. getting Isn't that Liesel? Yeah. I think that's Liesel. That with was a Liesel. Nazi. Yeah. You know, Liesel's actually the same age as Julie Andrews and uh, what's-his-face, uh, Von Trapp, Captain Captain Von Trapp. It wasn't a duke, he was no. a captain. I've seen this movie captain. a million times. I've seen this movie once. How did you feel about it? I loved it. Okay, I hate musicals, guys. And I'm like one of those jerks who does not like musicals whatsoever. Lame. It's okay. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah. pick and choose musicals. I pick and choose. I, yeah. I did musical, a uh, little tidbit for, oh all boy, our, for my real life. Here it comes. Um, I was not a nun. But I was a musical theater actress mm-hmm. so, who didn't really like musicals. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum. Yeah, yeah, which is an insane thing. Which is crazy. But it's like, did you guys ever watch The Wedding Planner? With, yes. Um, okay, thank you. Yes. Corey hasn't, so I'll explain it to everyone else. It's a Jennifer Lopez movie, oh. and she is a wedding planner, and she says something to the effect of like, she likes to plan weddings, but she doesn't want to be in a wedding, or like, and that's kind of, ha- or yes, but that's how I felt about musicals. I liked being in musicals. I didn't really want to listen to them, but I enjoyed the process okay. of being in it. Well, okay. yeah, it's super theatrical. There's like dancing. There's like a lot of like big movements. I could see why that's There's enjoyable. a lot of arms. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of big movements. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally like a, a musical. huge theatrical. Because yeah. a musical takes like the tiniest interaction and is like, you blows know, it blows it out it of up. the water and makes it dramatic and yep. then sings a song about it. Yep. Which I just do on my own. So I'm living in a musical right now. Yeah, no, Amanda sings most of the things that she she will start to speak. I'm sure you know this. Oh, Jackie. I know. I've been and working with Amanda for a year now, for over a year now. She breaks yeah. out into song all the time. I'm gonna it's start bringing that enchanting. to the podcast. It's enchanting. You know what? what do you mean it is it to, fucking enchanting. Bringing it to the podcast. You've done it four times since we started. Like, I feel like, really, mm. I feel really comfortable with Corey. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't sing a lot on this podcast. But really. Well, um, we had a, we okay. ran into an issue. So we're, right now we're recording in a very nice soundproof booth. We have a very yes. lovely engineer who's checking our levels. We're all separately uh, mic'd. Yeah. Hey. The first three episodes of this podcast, we used my snowball mic, and Amanda kept blowing it out by like, saying every- hi, <laughs> by saying literally, I go hi, welcome would, like, to peak Guilty levels. Pleasure wow. Podcast, and she was like. And then you're peaking. Can yeah. you do your high again? And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Hi, I'm Amanda Salvatore. That this is, is guilty so podcast. creepy. And still, I blew the mic You're out. still blowing it out, even with the whisper? Yeah, even with my creepy, creepy whisper. Hey. So tell me, so tell yeah. me about your organizing. process and organizing. Ugh. What is the process? When you sit down, s- set it up. Yeah. Tell me what you're doing. Where's your head out? What like what's the ambiance? What are we eating? Where okay. are we sitting? Okay, it's usually so. It's usually after I've eaten. Okay, um, good. You need usually, the energy. Yeah, I need, I need the energy. I need to like get 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 my levels up. Um, so I will sit down. Um, usually with like a glass of wine, uh, red or white. Uh, or red, rose. red, red. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm one of those. <laughs> or rose? Is that what you said? Or rose? Yeah, or, or a rose? Um, <laughs> a good, sensible, like mix it up a little bit. Sometimes uh, you just can't decide. I will strictly go with uh, red wine, mm-hmm. or sometimes if I have like a really good whiskey, a good nice. whiskey. Nice. Do you do um, whiskey uh, stones in your whiskey, or are you just? Do neat. you know what whiskey stones? No, are? I know what whiskey stones. This, are these just whiskey stones s- are like ice cubes, but they're but, but they're, they're stones, stones and they're cold, so they don't water down the drink, but okay. they keep it nice and okay. chilly. Okay, 
All right. No, I don't do whiskey stones. Okay, um, I'm just I'm gonna get you some when you find your new LA place. Wa- that's don't. your housewarming gift. You're welcome. I Continue. Don't. I'm don't. laughing so hard don't. because I wish you just saw Corey's reaction don't. to Amanda's whiskey stone pitch. Don't get me whiskey stones. Jesus Christ. I feel like that's a nice, sensible gift. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still doing it. Okay. Continue. Glassware. So I'll take I'll take glassware over. Fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm picking my own housewarming gifts. Uh, so. Uh, what I do is I sit down and so first of all, um, I'm I'm of an age where I was uh, I had access to Napster when it first uh, showed up. Mm-hmm. As am I. Right. So as am I. Yeah, we're all old fucks. <laughs> um, I don't know why I laugh like that, but whatever. Uh, it's cool, I dig it. So so I ended up getting very very big into Napster early on, and by that I mean I just got a ton of music. Um, and I would just go into random people's files from all over the world uh, and just download their music without, like, sight unseen. If they had a big library, I would just pilfer it, um, share it, share you're it. Like a, you're like a music pirate. I am a music pirate. You're the reason that Metallica and Madonna shut it down. I am, and I am... It's just Corey Willis. It was just Corey so on Napster that whole time. thankful that I never got that. Like, my parents were terrified that you were gonna be one of those people, like, because they they rounded up like five or six people who, oh, like, yeah, for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, they sued them for hundreds of thousands. Which, of by dollars. the way, is fucking. Oh, who was the rapper who was like, if you can afford a computer, you can afford a CD? Who was the one who said that? Oh no, was that P Diddy? Someone said uh, that when like Napster was like at its peak, like a rapper was like, if you can afford a computer, you can afford a TV. But all the people uh, yeah, who CD. did it, but like also all the people who were doing it probably did not buy the computer. And we're like probably younger people, I, I assume, right? Built that computer that I stole all this music on. <laughs> so, nice. Never uh, I couldn't even afford uh, a computer, so that's why I stole music. Um, so I would just go in and steal other people's stuff. I'm just going to keep saying steal over and over again <laughs> until the. Like I am Corey Willis, and I steal other people's stuff. Steal other people's stuff. Thief, big old thief. So I went in and would just take all this music, and often it would be people who just had ripped stuff from CDs. And usually when you rip uh, tracks from CDs, they don't come with file information. Mm. So it would just be like a number on a track. Track one, track, track six. One. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if, I mean, if you're nasty, you're going for like dot zero one, dot zero two. Like Bastards. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, then there was, of course, the unknown artist, of course, uh, would, oh would my always God. pop up. On my iPod, or actually my Dell DJ, Hello. before I had an iPod, there was a whole unknown artist and it was like 500, yep. 500 songs. Yep, mm-hmm. which was kind of the impetus for me going in and being like, oh, I just want to organize this because I want to know what this is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would go through, and this took a while, and it's and it's an ongoing process because uh, I have tens of thousands of these file folders. Um, like tens of thousands. Uh, it's it's kind of ridiculous and daunting. Um, but I have, uh, I have all these file folders, and I would go through, and if I would find someone that sounded familiar to me, um, I would go in and then go and research all of their discographies online. So it's oh, like a process. So, okay, hold on. So you would uncover these unknown artists by like 
listening, using your musical knowledge, which I'm assuming is vast because of all the stuff that you've collected. I mean, like this sounds like X. I'm right. going to Google X and like re- like maybe Google the words to the song and figure out what song this is. So this is even before this all, that app where you can just like listen. Shazam. 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 Oh. This is even before Shazam. So this is you just like, oh my gosh, like hand, like what's the word? You're like a detective. You're like a yeah. music detective. Yeah. I'm going to kind of, kind of title this episode Music Detective Corey Willis. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Music Detective <laughs> colon Corey Willis. Yes, please. Okay, yeah. got it. Yes. Done. Uh, Consider it done. I love that. Um, <laughs> so what I would do is I would go through, and because most artists, you do, like if it's some random like Bulgarian artist, mm-hmm. uh, you often won't know who these artists are. Uh, mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would go through uh, and like try and figure out accents. Uh, so yeah, this this just goes down the deepest of deepest uh, rabbit holes. Uh, if I didn't recognize an accent, I would go and like just start looking up random. Uh, and also, this was the age prior to YouTube, so quite often you wouldn't be able to actually find video clips of anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would just go through and randomly search other music, um, and just like punch in like Bulgarian artists and try and get. The like be like oh this is the cadence of their speech this is the way that their accent uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, guys I'm so enlightened in yeah. into like what Corey does for fun now I had yeah. no idea this is fun do for you, me do you have like when you found your Bulgarian artist or <laughs> or whomever who are some I don't of know your why favorite? I picked Bulgarian by the way you know what I'm I mean, hoping you have a an yeah. entire folder of Bulgarian artists I have dozens, there better be dozens of dozens folders. his his music files actually organized by country. Interesting. <laughs> oh my god! If it did, oh, is that, it? That's you should have said smart. that because now I'm going to. <laughs> it's gonna god, happen. Damn you, Jackie! Oh. Do you I'm have sorry. any artists that, when you were oh, discovering that's good. all that's these, good. that's right. When you discovered all these different uh, genres of music and all these artists and stuff like that, is there anyone um, that you really connected to and you really liked and that you still listen to today that you normally would not have heard of if you weren't being the Robin Hood of music? (laughs) I like that. Uh, Also, alternate title for this. Yeah. Um, That'll be the subtitle. All right, there we go. Yes. Yes. Um, Is there anyone specific that I found? I'd say, I mean, it's common, like these people are kind of, known now mm-hmm. um but uh because you brought them to us because i brought them to the world um my two of my favorite artists uh are uh two electronic artists uh one of them is this guy named uh scott heron who goes by the monic or is guillermo scott heron uh goes by the moniker prefuse 73 and then the other guy is this guy, uh, Alfred uh, Weisberg, who's now Alfred Darlington. Uh, and uh. He, he goes by the moniker Daedalus. Uh, so these were two artists that I kind of stumbled on way back when. And they were doing really weird avant-garde electronic experimental stuff. Um, Was this like 2000s? Like when Moby and... Um, like pre Like, uh, yeah, like around... Like Fatboy Slam. Yeah, not pre-Moby, because Moby, yeah, he's been doing it forever. But... Um, it was right around when they started to gain popularity, gotcha. like that kind of different style of music where mm-hmm. people would pull from different genres and then use 808 sample. drum machines and then mm-hmm. sample. Yeah. Um, so those are two artists that I definitely listened to who I kind of discovered through that process. Another one uh, would be um, someone who I've been listening to for like my most of my life. Uh mm-hmm. 
is this guy named Jay Dilla, uh, who, yeah, yeah um, I, I feel like... <laughs> I don't know who Matt that is. My, Matt, Matt loves Jay Dilla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, I mean... I only know it from my fiance Matt. Yeah, uh, Matt is a <laughs> good guy. Uh, I know nothing about him except for his love of Jay Dilla, mm-hmm. uh, and he sounds and like a good all, guy to me. And that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are a couple of artists. Those are American artists that I found. As far as foreign artists, um, hmm, I'd s- oh, those are all American. Yeah, like the, or or of yeah, yeah. Uh, foreign artists, hmm. I mean, no one that is. I mean, like, I mean, you've yeah. already you've already you proven already, that you know like, much more about music than Amanda and yeah, I. So for sure, I got really big into Ravi Shankar, who's like. Uh, I love that was the yeah. first. Can I tell you? Oh my gosh! Yeah. The first thing I ever I got iTunes. The reason why I got iTunes, I'll tell a little story. Um, my dad was obsessed. Um, with a band called the Traveling Woolberries. And the Traveling Woolberries, if you're not familiar with them, mm-hmm. it's a compilation of um, some amazing artists, inclu- including like George Harrison and the mm-hmm. lead singer of ELO and Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. It's amazing. Um, and you've definitely heard their music, uh, like samples in movies and stuff. But before that, it was like no one had ever heard of them before. Right. So, uh, and I was obsessed with it too because I'm a huge George Harrison fan. I love Bob Dylan and Tom Petty and all of them. So I was, I borrowed these burned CDs that my dad had like let me borrow and I had scratched them, and which is the one thing he asked me not to do. Whoa. Yeah, it was bad because I was like, shit. And this is like when stuff Wait, was like- Wait, these are burned CDs burn too? Burned CDs so that like were delicate. not even, yeah. So not even- and they weren't even scratched like where the music is read, but like on the top, which is oh. the worst because you think you're home free and you're not. It was like it moves the the silver part well, on the top. Yeah, little known fact is that is where the data is stored. Yeah, on, on the top, is not on the, on the bottom. Top. Yeah, you mm-hmm. read it through the bottom, but yeah. the data is stored on the underside. Underside, of the top it's letter. like the thing that's like printed onto it or whatever. However, you make freaking CDs. So I was devastated and like sick to my stomach. So I'm like, I got to get iTunes. I'm going to get iTunes. Everything's on iTunes. Yeah. So I got iTunes. Turns out that it's not on iTunes yeah, at Rob. the time. Yep. Um, so, so anyway, to make a very long story short, I tell my mom, I like break down. I'm like, I, I fucked up these CDs. And she's oh. like, that's okay. Uh, we'll go online and we'll research it. And we found the CDs. We found like real CDs and we ordered them. And they were kind of on the pricier side. They were like 50 something. And we waited for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And then we got um, a call from the post office being like, you have have a package from Russia? (laughs) We're like, what? Yep. The CDs came from Russia. That checks out. Which is great. And it was wonderful. That checks out. That checks out. But now like now it's, it's. Available, but so then I had iTunes, right? And the first thing I ever downloaded on iTunes is Ravi Shankar. So good, yeah. I mean, so I, freaking awesome. I came to I came to him on the like the the exact opposite way that everybody else does, which is like through like George Harrison, and the Beatles. Yeah, Everyone's the Beatles. like, oh, Ravi Shankar, like he's the reason that the Beatles. Went into that experimental, like, yeah, uh, their uh, acid like phase. Their yeah, acid, their acid yes, phase. Yes, like, what they came at, yeah, yeah, their psychedelic phase. trip tripping for days at a time. Yeah, acid it phase. starts, yeah, yeah. it starts with like rubber soul and then it goes into revolver yellow submarine. and then boom, 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 yes. boom, boom, boom. yes, yeah. and yellow submarine. So, so it's just great. like, oh god, and that was always my favorite Beatles stuff because I am me, so 
it's but it's that was so yeah i mean that was i loved him i love him he's he's yeah i mean he's he's an incredible like has such an incredible catalog of music and then yeah. once i found any of this uh any of his music uh i was also in the process uh kind of like paralleling this i started to make music so cool. I was then pulling uh, pulling samples from these weird random uh, random songs and putting them into my own music. And that's dope. Not to, I mean, it was. Thank you. Uh, it's that's uh, dope. I appreciate. It. Um, that's the thing that I did it as like a hobbyist. I never wanted to really be anything more than just like a hobbyist with music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably should have just stuck with it because I got in very very early, right in like this time of. <laughs> The things. beginning, the yeah. dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it was on like, yeah, a little, little bit frustrating that I gave that up. But hey, mm, I, I mean, from what, okay. from like, I, I just met you today, so mm. it sounds like you have a very like eclectic music collection. You have a deep knowledge of music. I yeah. literally know probably around 127 DJs. I'm sure you could just add to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could. Yeah, I yeah, know like cool. DJs at Burning Man who like play big sets and who like have only been playing for like two or three years. You could totally fucking do that again. Yeah, yeah, but get in on it. You're in LA, man. That's like what you do. Well, that's the thing too. Is also that was part of my motivation was moving out here to pursue comedy and acting and all this stuff. But it's also where all of my favorite artists play all the time mm-hmm. so it's like oh if i ever get bored with this insane life of entertainment i can always go and just like hang out at the boiler room and like go and like uh, see and hang out with all these people who i'm huge fans of and have mm-hmm. like personal connections with so, so i i'm totally with you on that so you know c- comedy uh, comedian entertainment all that stuff all three of us are that mm-hmm. i love i grew up with like punk rock music and that's what i love but like nothing makes me happier than just going to see some live music yeah. and mm-hmm. just fucking chilling out, not having to perform, not having to talk to anyone because there's music playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like be this like fun, quirky personality and just like I've gone to so many concerts by myself. I do that all the time. And it's the best thing yeah. in the world. I've never done that. And I feel like it would be either the most stressful thing for me or absolute hell. Because my, my taste in music is like, and not a lot of people have it. Like I like to see some bands that like other people just don't like and mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll like ask like, hey you want to come but if like, I don't get a response I'm still going to fucking oh, go yeah. because yeah. I want to see it and yeah. it's like it just I don't know it's like a very like I find it very creatively fulfilling and like there's an energy to it that just is like really really nice yeah you don't have to actually like socialize there nobody knows like who you're with or like no one cares that's the thing there to see no the one cares like no that's one cares. the cool and it might be some, I don't know I'm very new to LA so uh, I don't know the social scene very well but it feels like no matter what, when you're involved with, like, when you're going through your own thing with music, like, that is your own thing with music. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, bring anybody else in. If people are there for the ride, fucking great. But yeah, I don't, I'm not asking anybody to join me to validate my tastes. Like, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. your own thing. More like, like, uh, the beat. What's the drummer? Oh, God, you guys. Ringo. Ringo no, Starr. Oh, no. <laughs> To the beat Yellow of your summary. own drum. Uh, What's Pete that Best? phrase? Pete, beat, beat, pest? <laughs> uh, sorry. What's I'll his stop. name? No, I was just saying like. March you... to the beat of your own drum. That one. Yeah. March yeah. That's what I wanted to yeah. say. I don't know who said it, but. You know what? I don't either. But And I didn't even know what the phrase was, but 
That's what I meant. I love it. Do you, when you're organizing your music files, mm-hmm. do you have like pet peeves of of like, un, do you have like a, okay, then it has to be an underscore, then I can't 100%. have this kind of. 100%. Yeah. So what are your big pet peeves with it? Or uh, like what, how do you have to organize? It has to be this way. Okay. Uh, this is, and this is my own like weird dumb thing too. Uh, I prefer everything in the same, um, I don't like caps. I don't like caps. Uh, so everything lowercase? Everything is lowercase. Wow. Uh, I like lowercase too. It's a bit more aesthetically pleasing. For real. Like it just reads <laughs> That easier. being said. Guys, I love caps. That being said, I, I title all of these, the, the, the Guilty Pleasure episodes in all caps. All I don't know caps. why. Yeah. I just started doing that. Yeah. It's, it's you're yelling it out into the universe. You're like, this is Corey Willis. Music detective. Music detective. Yes. Slash music Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yes. Uh, um, so that that's something that I definitely do. I do uh, mostly lowercase, unless it's an artist like MF Doom, who is MF Doom is great, and he's all cat. Like that's literally MF's gotta be yeah, in all yeah. caps. I get uh, it. All caps when you spell the man's name, or literally like his. That's lyrics in his song. Is um, it like pink with the upside uh, down? No, <laughs> pink is point? yeah. Or no, it's, it's just a regular oh. exclamation point, but it's an, an exclamation down, point. An upside down exclamation Would point just is just an, an I. I, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Just so she s- spells her name like the right way? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pink. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Leave me alone, guys. <laughs> Leave me alone. Do you know the Pink's first album? I gave this. I dropped this fact to Amanda the other day because I loved the early Pink. Her first album was produced by Linda Perry and Steven Tyler also guest on it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Linda Perry sings on Pink's first album and produces it. And Steven Tyler also had like hands in it as well. And her song Trouble was written for Rancid, the band Rancid. How does Trouble go? It's like Trouble. I'll play it for you later. I'm a horrible singer. Wait, that was written for Rancid? That was written for Rancid. That was written by Tim Armstrong. And (gasps) Tim, I love Rancid. And Tim got a Grammy for that song. That song won a Grammy. That's wild. Holy fuck. That was supposed to be a Rancid song. They were like, eh, it's too poppy. It's going to be for Pink. Give it to her. Sure. Yeah, but Why I not? love that song. That's like my favorite Pink song. I'm like, it's a ran- it was supposed to be a Rancid song. That is pretty cool. I love Rancid. That is sense. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I love Rancid. They're so fun. Um, oh, so, uh, as far as uh, file, file naming, I uh, I will do underscores between names. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um so I would ha- I will always do under like so a tribe called Quest uh, would uh, be underscore tribe underscore, underscore called underscore Quest and if like, underscore underscore uh, and then for the album title or song title I will go to a hyphen so oh yeah uh, bring it up bring, bring the it underscore up. up right right to so just you got to shift it because then people are like oh something different's happening here no. exactly it and has then to... I know it's a title. Versus right. a tribe I, called Quest Midnight Marauders. Like no one. That's a very long title yeah, of yeah. a band. Yeah, very long. <laughs> how do you do? How do you do like featuring? Uh, Ooh. Featuring. This is great. I love this. Bring it. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting in deep, you guys. So we're featuring. Diving in. It still incorporates all the underscores, but it does incorporate a parenthesis. So parenthesis F E A T period. period. Mm. Underscore. underscore whoever the artist so is. So underscore wherever there are spaces in the title. Yeah. That's your rule. So that's also underscore with that. Easier like to, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's also easier to search for files that way. Uh, I, I am a graphic designer by trade, and that was something that was instilled very early on in my education was like file naming and file structure is critical because with 
design, a lot of elements end up in one design. And if you're looking for a specific element and you don't know how you named it, you can't pull it up to edit it. So the idea is... Did you get into graphic design because you did this sort of thing with Napster as, as a kid? No. Do you feel like they kind mm. of, like whatever whatever turned you on to file naming as a youngster provided you with the interest to do it professionally? I think it provided me with the skill set and the tools to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was always something that I've always been this person who organizes their stuff, especially entertainment. Um, stories going back to when I was like a tiny little baby, my mother was like, oh, yeah, whenever you would pull, like whenever you would bring your toys out, you would always put them back in the exact way that you brought them out. Hmm. It was just something that you did. Like you would oh, line them up Corey. perfectly. Yeah. Baby Corey. So there's oh. just always been this like weird thing where I can't, like I need to have my stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, organized. Um, and because life is so chaotic and hectic all the time, mm -hmm. the thing that I kind of let that nest in is... It's the thing you have control posture. over. Mm -hmm. Like exactly. I have control over the fact that my... Like, for me, it's like I have control over the fact that there are dishes in my sink or there's mm -hmm. not dishes in my sink. Like, mm -hmm. I have control over, like, this or that. Like, yeah. I have no control over whether or not, like, my pilot's going to get picked up or I'm going to, like, get booked on a show or mm -hmm. that this podcast is going to become super popular and make Amanda and I wildly successful, which I wildly. swear to God, I hope it does. Right. But... Well, that's what podcasts do is they... Wild. They, yeah, ele they, they elevate you. They elevate you, much like... A hyphen versus I was an just going to say it. Sorry, it's beat okay. you to the callback. You know what? You know what? I'll give it to you because you're the guest. Mm -hmm. Have I'll you ever it. have you ever restructured your organization system? Because it sounds like you have had this kind of steady one. Like, do you ever, like, step back and go, hold up, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Like, do you ever revisit and reorganize? Yeah. Uh, I didn't start out with all lowercase. That became something that I got into, gotcha. uh, probably. <sighs> which is wildly frustrating because then I had to go back in and rename. So then you have to do it even if... Yeah, I have oh. problems. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't, like, and it's a task that will never be done because I have so many files. Is How many files do you think you have? Ooh. That was my knuckle cracking. Oh, nice. Oh, it sounded good. Uh, it was good, yeah, it was good crack. <laughs> it was very good, satisfying good, on the microphone. Good crack Thank on you. the mic, good crack on the mic. Um... It, I'd say that I probably file folders wise, and okay. that's like so. I'd say uh, libraries. I probably pilfered. Oh boy, uh, a couple thousand people's <sighs> libraries. Shit. So. So if, if if one library has like a hundred artists and like. 20 songs per artist, you're looking at at least 2,000 songs per library, bare minimum, probably more. Yeah, so I'm, up, I'm probably Shh. close to 100,000 files Holy shit. that I will never, I mean, I'll never get to the point. I won't even, the thing I, which is so beautiful and lovely and wonderful, uh, and actually listen to Henry Rollins talk about this. I love Henry Rollins. Um, he comes he, up like a lot on the Well, podcast. he's a fucking, uh, he was a member of, Black Flag, right? Mm -hmm. Black Flag. We just talked about them. We just talked about them at the last podcast. We're doing like double. But he was on Black Flag and he's a really great uh, actor. Mm -hmm. And he also is like 
super zen and like he's an amazing writer, actor, mm-hmm. artist. Like he's Jack which is of all trades. probably why he comes up so often because he's he's in everything. In everything. Mm-hmm. I know he's like stupid talented. Um, yeah. But what he's done now is he's and this was like I listened to an interview with him, uh, and he talked about the fact that uh, maybe the you made it weird. I think it was yeah. It was mm-hmm. I, that's actually what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and he talks about the fact that he no longer allows himself to buy records because he knows he's not going to get to listen to them. Like, he's bought so many. And he likes to listen to them like, just, I'm listening to a record right now. Nothing else, doesn't pick up a book, doesn't go and do any, it's like, I will sit down and listen to it front to back. That's what I do. That's what what I do, do too. When I was a kid, and I would... I would buy CDs, like, I had a pretty big CD collection, like 200 mm-hmm. CDs. I would, like, sit down, and I would open up the liner notes, and I would read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, go to, that would be, like, my nightly reading. Yeah. This is weird. I always, whenever I got, like, a new, there's certain albums in my life that I did that, and I'll still do that to this day. Like, I will, <laughs> I always had um, rainbow lights, like Christmas lights in my bedroom. I love this. I'm so, I'm not surprised as the person I turned out, like, I'm not surprised no, I turned no. out to be the way I am. This makes a lot of but sense. But like, yeah. yeah, so I had like all of these, picture it, <laughs> Amanda is 13 years old or whatever. I was probably like 15 when that album came out. But um, rainbow light bulb, like rainbow light bulb, rainbow lights, and I would just put like, I would put a Radiohead Kid A and just oh. sit on my bed and listen. And there was like other, like revolt, like the Beatles revolver mm-hmm. was like probably the gateway into being like, I'm going to lie on my floor and just listen to this yeah. over and over. And then get to the point where I would have to listen to every sound. So when you get into CDs that are like revolver and stuff like that, and they, they're like sampling and it's like in the distance and yeah. it's like on one side, like pressing my ear up against like the right speaker to like hear every and know every sound. Yeah. That is maybe a guilty pleasure of mine. It's beautiful. That I just discovered now, guys. Nice. Bring right? It but up. that's how you gotta, that's how, I feel like that's when, how you have to enjoy music. I agree. I to- 100% agree with that. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I find that when I'm at like a bar or I'm at like a party or just like a public place and mm-hmm. a song that I know very intimately comes on, I can't, who, if I'm talking to anyone, I'm not talking Shut to you. Down. I'm yeah. on autopilot right yeah. now. I'm yeah. listening to that yeah. song. Yeah, and it yeah. just comes on. I'm the same way. I'm, as soon as you like walk into a restaurant, you're just like, oh, I love this song. You're yeah. like, I don't even know what's playing. I do. You got that inner ear, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it's, it. It's so beautiful. But like just being in LA for the past week and a half, um, I've been able to, like, there's so many more music choices for me that appeal to my sensibility versus mm-hmm. what I was listening to in New York or what you would hear on the street in New York or, mm-hmm. or just in a cafe or whatever. The stuff that is played out here is like what I loved, what I like. I focused very heavily on West Coast style music mm-hmm. right at the start of my obsession. So now being here, I'm like, oh, I'm here. Like everything coming from every car is like, yes, this is this is perfect for yeah. me. This is I'm everything. The, I'm the opposite because I I so I grew up with like the Long Island, New Jersey, New mm-hmm. York City like punk scene, mm-hmm. and I don't they don't those bands like they come out here, but they come out for like one day, and that's yeah. it. Like I missed my favorite one of my favorite band right bands right now is called the Menzingers, which is like a punk band, and they just came out with a new album and. They did like 18 shows in the tri-state area, and they did one show in LA, and I couldn't oh, make Jesus. it. And I was so bummed. This is the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite yeah. situation. Yeah. And like, whenever I talk to people out there, they're like, "What kind of music?" Are you? I'm like, "Oh, I like Frank Turner. I like the Menzingers. I like mm-hmm. Dave Haas. They're like, 
Wait, what? Uh, I'm like, it's, it's okay. It's do you okay. guys do you guys find, and I, I found this about myself, when depending on the location in which you're living is the kind of, mu- it, it represents, you get a kind of music that yeah. comes with that space. Usually I find that the music that I'm listening to is actually very opposite of the vibe of the city. So like in New York, hmm. it, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I listened to like a lot of rock and a lot of like, um, just like a lot of like classic rock and a lot of like um, alternative rock when mm-hmm. I was there because I'm in middle of farmland and there's absolutely nothing going you on. So you them. need that stimulus. And when I moved to New York, I, I listened, when I first moved, I listened to a lot of like Ella Fitzgerald and a lot of Louis Armstrong and that kind of jazz to like mm. calm me down from all yeah, the stimulus. Yeah. Yep. And now that I'm in LA, I'm super, <laughs> I, I really dig like, pop music which i was always like really against but like there's something about like california that makes it feel like sugary pop is like it could be the sunshine and you're just happy i'm just just gonna say (laughs) maybe i'm just living my best life and justin bieber gets it guys maybe i'm just happy maybe you're just happy now is the truest fucking assessment of this situation but you know yeah it's it's, maybe i'm just happy you guys it's true i found jackie and i'm like hey girl hey it's so true i'll give you so i've been in i've been in la the exact same amount of time as amanda we literally met a week after she moved here and Mm -hmm. then i moved here a week later in that room right there and we met oh that was my mic we met And, like, the first year in L.A. was, like, weird, and it was crazy because I've only ever lived in New York. I'm from New York. Yeah. And, like, it was weird. And, like, the first six months were, like, really hard. But, like, now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh, fuck. I do not want to move back to New York. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've been here uh, a little more than a week, and I'm like, oh, shit. This I, is it. This is it. I'm going to die here. <laughs> like. I'm not surprised at all about that for you, though. I really am not. Everybody's said the same. They're like, I figured as soon as you walked in here, I remember talking to Max. I was like, Corey is going to love this shit. Yeah. He is going to love it here. And that was, and when I told people I was moving out here, they were like, oh, wow, that's great, man. It's great that you're going back. And I was like, I I was born in upstate New York. I don't know what you're talking. And they're like, That's so funny. I remember when I made keys for my Manhattan apartment, like the first day I moved in, I like made my keys and I went to like a key place, like right Mm -hmm. uh, off uh, Madison Square Park. And the guy was like, oh, you're from California? And I'm like, no, I'm from Queens. (laughs) Like, no, like I'm just making keys here. He's like, oh, you look like you're from California. And now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, I totally fucking belong in California. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, all this (laughs) checks out. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a good place to be. So yeah. that's why I listen to Justin Bieber now, you guys, because oh, I'm just letting myself be me. What was your favorite? So what was your favorite okay. is the question. <laughs> it's not all the Biebs, okay? Leave me alone. This is uh, Come on, celebrate and elaborate. On our very first iteration of Guilty Pleasure, we did like a live show through Project Alpha, and I, me and Amanda talked about our musical Guilty Pleasures and mine being... Early 2000s pop punk and uh, Amanda's being the Biebs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we played a game where I I mixed in Justin Bieber song names with fake Justin Bieber song names. And, and I, I, I didn't know any of yeah, them. Yeah, how could you? Because they're all like, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Mm, I miss you. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. yep. Hey, girl. I don't miss you. Yeah. It's like either he's like <laughs> mad at her or he's like, I, I love you. 
Or so that's about yeah. it. Yeah. You should really have a song that's like, hey, girl, I choose you every day. I'm committed to this relationship, yeah, despite right. how hard it gets sometimes. That's the day I leave. That's, that's the day I'm out. Like, Biebs, I'm done with you. No, I need you him to be in a state up, of turmoil, yeah. romantic turmoil, always. Okay, this is my question for you, for both of you. What yeah. was your fav- best live performance of a, a musician ever? Oh, best live performance. Oh. That's a good one, Jackie. Because mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen probably like upwards of like a hundred plus concerts, and I can tell you which one mine is because it's still like it's probably one of the top three days of my life, and it's like such a wonderful memory that what like is it? well oh, I, I when I saw this. Frank Turner in for Coachella in 2014, Frank Turner is um, a pop punk folk singer from oh. England. Oh, cool. Uh, and But he's very, I love music that's very anthemy and is like very okay, yeah. like, you know, just kind of like that like crowd shouting and like kind of mm-hmm. like dancing, moshing, whatever. And he played like Coachella um, in 2014 on the, um, like at 12 o'clock in the morning, like 12 o'clock like at noon or whatever. And it was like, barren but i made it like to the front and i just like lost my fucking mind it was just like and my i was just like riding cloud nine like that entire day like it was just amazing that's a great way to start the day and like he like looked at he like because he could see that i was right there he could see it was me and this other chick were just like fucking like going at it and he saw it and then like he like looked at me for some part and i was like yeah Yeah. and now he's dreaming of you i hope so yeah, I hope know. so. Yeah, did yeah. I get it? Yeah, did you I got do it. She, yeah, she nailed yeah. <laughs> it. Was only like, it was only like a 50 minute, you know, 50 minute concert or whatever, but it was like literally like one of the best night, best days of my life. It was mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. I think my favorite concert I ever went to is um, a band that I was obsessed with when I turned 13, and they are my password for everything. So now you know how to break into oh, you my should bank totally change. It's different. It's different. It's not okay. going to be that, but it's it's incorporated. Um, so they were called. Still, I advise you to change Red it if you if you lightly manders. Wow, wow, dude, dude. I we can edit. <laughs> we can edit. Nope, all of it nope, stays in. in. All of it now stays in. Now you know. Veronica, all so, of it stays in. All this. So right? it's yes. a band called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a band called Vast Visual Audio Sensory Theater, and they mm. actually do. Oh, cool. um, the lead singer was named John Crosby, um, and my sister was at Penn State and she brought home this CD and she was like, you need to listen to this. So we sat down and um, it, it's like hard rock, but with like Gregorian chants, mm. which is pretty wild. Mm. Um, they used- You're in my wheelhouse so, right now. So yeah, it's, an, it's <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking okay. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actually, do you remember the um, the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. The, um, the trailer- has a sample of a vast song called Touched. It's very good. Hmm. Anyway, so I, um, my sister, myself, and my sister is 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 a bit older than me. She's seven years older than me. So, um, to give you an idea, um, and my cousin Diana, me and my cousin Diana, like bought went to like Hot Topic and like bought T-shirts for this yes. concert. And we drove. My sister yes. drove us, which yes. felt like were super they matching, cool. Were they, were they matching? No, t-shirts? they okay. weren't. Okay. I think I wore my Vast T-shirt, and she wore like a motorcycle or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> she probably hated it, and I probably made her do it. Yes. Um, and we went to go, and we we go to this concert, and it's in the tiniest little bar that you've ever seen. And, you know, like 13 in a bar being like, yeah, we're singing this brand. And I remember, I brought a, like a Kodak throwaway camera um, because I had a scrapbook. 
of all their stuff because it was like pre-serious internet. So you couldn't gain access to this band ever. It was really hard. So any kind of tidbit I would collect and hold on to. And there was this like older dude being like, hey, like, what do you think? He's like cute or something. And we're like, no, he's ugly. We're here for the music. And then he walked out and he was gorgeous. And we all were like, Oh no, I'm here for him. <laughs> it was mind blowing, but also like because it was such an intimate space mm-hmm. and you're you idolize this guy and it was incredible to have somebody literally performing where you are sitting next to me right now. Yeah. And like just being there. It was pretty incredible. So I think that was my first concert too. That's mm. dope. Yeah. So that's my best concert. Corey. Uh best concert would have been uh at an ensemble um group of people from Stone's Throw, uh Stone's mm. Throw Records. Um it was called New York in Time. And basically what they were doing was they did um uh Brazil in time, uh LA in time, and New York in time, and they basically called a bunch of local artists. And had them all playing, like literally DJing or using percussive instruments as a band. That's awesome. So, That's so uh, cool. The two, like the the biggest. I mean, it's there's basically there's a guy who yells um, through a microphone. It's like this like thing that happens in like samba uh, music, where it's like there's one dude who kind of pioneered this, where he would just like. Ah! Like yell through a microphone into uh, into a like yeah, sorry a megaphone into a microphone. Yes, yes I heard yes. this like that. Uh, like, yeah, Azalea Banks does that. She she does. It's this dude. I believe his name is Mameo. Uh, is the guy who like pioneered it. But they brought him, and he had like um, there was another dude who uh, oh god damn it I can't remember the name. Mm, it. Uh, it's. Basically, uh, his name is Durf Recklaw, um, and he played with Herbie Hancock on mm-hmm. uh, like the um, uh, Watermelon Man. So like the okay, that this dude would like he he used everything around him, including like beer bottles, like pencils, just literally oh Beardy Man, like everything. Wait, are you talking about Beardy Man? Don't think so. Are you talking about Jimmy Fallon when he does that kind of stuff mm-hmm. with other people? There's a there's a DJ called Beardy it's Man similar. that that like samples like really weird sounds like pencils like knocking together and he makes them into music. I've seen him before. He's fucking amazing. I believe. I mean, this um, if it's not, I don't think it's him because this dude this dude is ancient at this point. Like not ancient. Sorry, Dad. Uh, uh, he's like my father's age. Uh, <laughs> so he's a my little dad bit is older. Old as shit. Yeah, he's a little bit older. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Dads have a tendency to do that. Yeah. Age. Ha- uh, happy belated birthday, Dad. That his birthday was last month. Um, yeah. Aw, happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Um, Mr. Willis. That's right. Big big daddy. Um, that's nice. so weird. I, Ooh, nice. I could edit that out if yeah, you want. Please, please, please edit that out. <laughs> Gross. Um, so that was the uh, the the idea was like everyone would end up playing their own little instrument, and it was a bunch of people. Uh, Madlib was there, um, J Rock, uh, okay. uh, Peanut Butter Wolf, like all these guys, like the main dudes from Stone's Throw, and they brought in all these other artists, and these artists are like playing literally the lids of their turntables, like That's like cool. using that as like tom so drums and like cool. pressing into it and holding their arms under it to get like a shorter sound. Like it was. Incredible! That's um, so fucking cool. That I, and I went with my fr- my best friend, uh, his older sister, 
and her boyfriend at the time, they ended up leaving, like, because they had to go back to Jersey. And I stayed with my best friend and our other friend, Devin, and we stayed there literally until, like, 2 in the morning and then tried to figure a way back upstate, but all the trains and everything had stopped. So mm. we, like, slept on the streets after this concert. And it was just one of those moments of, like... You can just go sleep in Penn Station. I mean, no, that was... We were, like, we're not sleeping in Penn State. We're terrified <laughs> to sleep in any of the... These are bad places. Uh, and, like, our parents would have lost it How if old are they you? knew. Um, we were, like, 18. So, oh, okay. yeah, I mean, 18, 19. Old enough where we're adults, but... Mm, nah, yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah not. It's like adults babies. with like training wheels that just got taken off. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. And like the like parent is still holding the seat in the back. Yeah. Uh, with a text message, are you coming home tonight? <laughs> just let me know you got just there, okay? Got there. All right. Let me know who you with. How's it going? I don't care that you stay over a friend's house. Just let me know because I'm going to be know. waiting out for you. Please. Yeah. I worry. I love that all of our parents are from Long Island now. Yeah. All of a sudden, somehow. Yeah. My mom's from Jersey, so that's not that. Actually, my, my mom's mom. from Staten Island. Oh, boy. So. My mom's from Jersey. My mom's God. from Buffalo. We unfortunately have to wrap this we up. Do. I'm so bummed. Yeah. This, I could talk about this forever. It's so much but fun. Thank I know you, you just coming. moved here. Yes, thank you for coming. Do you yeah, want to plug anything? Um, oh, God. <gasps> what We're did doing... you. Here, just. Here. I'm doing things. I've touched the mic and ruined things. Um, well, now I'm just going to hold on to it very tight. Uh, I am. Uh, I just got out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for friends. I'm I'm lo- I'm looking for people to spend time with. Uh, I don't really have anything off the top of my head that I need to promote other than myself and my brand. We'll Ooh. we'll share your social media stuff. Yeah, in the I was just gonna say, uh, awesome, what's your Twitter awesome, handle? Awesome, awesome. You're hilarious on Twitter. So uh, at I least am. get people, and then you'll post stuff on there yeah. if you're doing shows or whatever. And you'll now that you hear what I sound like, you'll be like, oh, that's what he writes like too. Because uh, yeah. that's I basically I'm yeah. one of those people who somehow figured out a way to write exactly the way that I sound, uh, which is helpful, but not helpful if you don't know what I sound like. Because then you're like, this guy's kind of a dumb idiot. Um, you got a good, nice boyfriend tone, though. I do so have it's a like, nice boyfriend yeah, tone. It's big, true. Big, dumb boyfriend, boyfriend tone. Yeah. Um, so uh, my Twitter is burn Corey burn. Uh Yeah. With a C-O-R-E-Y or R-Y? C-O-R-Y. Um, yeah. uh, no E. No E. Drop the E. No E. I already have an E sound in there, and it's done by a Y. Um, <laughs> yeah. The English language. Fucking <laughs> it up um, for everybody. So uh, that's uh, that's my Twitter handle, and then uh, on Instagram it is Corey P Willis, uh, all one word, no underscores, no hyphens, no none of that bullshit. Are there any capitals? There Did are you... no capitals. Nice. No capitals. Keeping it on anti-capital brand. Corey. Um, Keep it on brand, Corey, with that lowercase. Uh, and then I do stuff uh, at. Um, I will be doing stuff uh, at the UCB Theater. Um, I'm starting to get involved with that. I worked with the teen program out in New York, and hopefully we'll be getting involved with the teen program out here. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, we'll keep a lookout for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming Thank on the podcast. Thank you so much Thank for coming. This was so really fun. This is so great. Yeah, this was fun. Yay. Okay, Thank thanks, guys. You. Bye. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.